Welcome to another Sunday debrief with me, Lee Finch, from the One Was Had a Dream podcast. Uh, I will be joined by Jack Mortney. Uh, we'll be discussing, uh, if people want, it's the Warsaw game, the Rochdale defeat and Johnny Jackson's future. Uh, thanks, everyone who is joining us. Uh, we will have more people coming uh, as we go. If you, you know the rules, if you want to speak, if you have something to say regarding the subjects or anything else you want to bring up, press the speak button. Come on, have your say. We'll discuss it, we'll debate it, uh, and we'll let you uh, talk. Uh, if you uh, don't want to come on and speak, then just send us a message in the comments and we'll discuss that as well. So we'll start with uh, Jack. How are we? You good? Um, can you hear me? I can hear you. Can yeah, hear I'm, you I'm very good, mate. Just just about got over uh, kind of just yesterday's abysmal kind of performance, really. But yeah, I'm all good. Well, what makes me laugh about yesterday, well, not about yesterday, it's about Wimbledon as a whole, is that we beat a really, really bad Walsall team on Tuesday, right? People went nuts. This is it. Johnny Jackson's here. Do you know what I mean? We've got to give him to the summer. We've got to give him another transfer window. Do you know what I mean? He's turned it around. We've won one game, what, two games this year. And people went mental saying, oh, look, we're all the doom and gloomers. We're, do you know what I mean? People that stayed away on Tuesday, good for you for staying away because we've turned it around now. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of, I thought it was a total overreaction. Great that we won on Tuesday. Brilliant. Do you know what I mean? This ain't Arsenal fan TV where we want people, us to lose every week. But we've got to look at it in how it was and Walsall were shocking a really really bad side they're on a I think they're just on a better run of form with us because they're drawing more games than uh, we do but yeah I think they've only won two in their last 17 as well or something like that uh, and then yeah we go and stupidly play like we did yesterday and yeah back to square one again which is always the Wimbledon way uh, Walsall brilliant result wasn't it to be fair Jack yeah I think that's the first kind of performance where as fans, we kind of thought, oh, well, you know, we, we were clicking, we clicked, we kind of played. I mean, I wouldn't say we played well, but we played well enough to beat a, a team that were um, just all, like, they were terrible. Um, but it was nice to see some a bit more oomph, if that's the right word. It was Yeah, it was refreshing, but it kind of papers over the cracks of what happened yesterday for me, I think. So I, I didn't go yesterday. I didn't watch the game at all yesterday. So if people want to come on and speak about the game, it's probably going to be better than coming from me because I took my kids to the farm instead of going to watch Wimbledon. I thought I'm not sitting at home now uh, watching any games. I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? I'm just switched off from it all now. It's got so bad. Even after the Walsall defeat, as I said, there was people jumping up and down because we beat Walsall and trying to give it to Wimbledon fans because some of us have been apparently negative during the season. It's hard to be positive sometimes when you're looking at the form table, you're looking at what's being put on the pitch. Here's George. I thought he might come on quickly. Uh, and yeah, and yesterday I looked at the formation. As I said, I've, I've got my phone with me, so I weren't totally out of the loop. I looked at the formation and uh, I thought, well, this is quite a negative formation. We've just won up top against one of the worst teams in the division. George, what did you want to say regarding Walsall? So I've got regardless? to come on quickly because I've got dinner in a sec. Um, but um, every, firstly, Walsall were worse than Rochdale. Let's get that clear, right? Rochdale actually yesterday... I'm not. We were awful, but Rochdale actually moved the ball quite nicely. I'm not saying they're a good side. I'm not saying, but when they actually got the ball moving, they played out from the back. We pressed them a few times and it worked. But they had us on the half turn a lot. And how worrying is that? That, that in, in my opinion, J- Johnny Jackson's setting up a side that we're being outplayed by a team that's bottom of the league. Rochdale were finding pockets of space everywhere. Their back four was more composed on the ball than we've ever looked. I mean. It's so worrying 
that are with a manager, let alone the players, you know, injuries, all that stuff. He set up 11 players and a lot of those 11 are first choice, right? A lot of those 11 out there yesterday were first choice. Yep. Setting them up like that. And we've, we've been played off the park. Um, I mean, I don't really know what's going on at the club at the moment. I, I can't, you, I don't think you can defend Johnny Jackson anymore. I really don't. People will say injury list or budget. You can't put out a performance like that. You can't pick up one point against the bottom three at home. One point, and that's against Hartlepool. Drew, we got there, battered there by Crawley and we got battered by Rochdale at home. I mean, what's the point? George, there are people still defending Johnny Jackson. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think Johnny Jackson, how, if he's still in a job on uh, on Monday, is beyond me. I don't know how anyone can defend what what happened yesterday, what's happened before that. As I said, people we put out a thing about uh, stick or twist with Johnny Jackson and someone said, I can't believe you're asking that question after we've just won a game. It's like, well, yeah, because I want to see what our fan base is actually thinking at the moment. And and to me, I just think some of some of our fan base, unfortunately, are just uh, in cloud cuckoo land that Johnny Jackson can turn it round. Do you know what I mean? It's been awful for literally since January, since the January transfer window. It's been horrendous. The, and before then, it weren't exactly great. I know we were on a little bit of a run of form. Charlie, you've asked to speak. What did you want to say, Charlie Hughes? Yeah, thanks for having me, lads. Uh, I didn't go to the uh, game on Tuesday against Walsall because, to be honest, I didn't think it would be worth it after the run of form. But I went yesterday. And I've got to be honest, I thought we set up to draw and it bounced back. Rochdale were completely the better team. They knocked the ball around so much better. And I think if we say we went on to win our next two games, I still wouldn't be happy. I think a lot of people would say it would be a good season. But it would just pay for over the cracks. I think Jackson... He's out of his depth a bit now. I, I wanted to back him as much as I could, but I think he's completely out of his depth and we need to either get rid of him now and get a manager in for next season so he can start planning for the next season. But it's just been a ho- horrific season, to be honest. And I think I'll speak for a lot of people saying that. Yeah, no, my problem with Johnny Jackson I've got right now is I've got this arrogance of him that he, he came to us. It was like he, he came to Wimbledon thinking that he, he'd do a job here, that he'd walk this league and then by the end of the season he'll be then tipped to go on and do like an Oxford job or something like that. And it hasn't worked out for him. He's come in and we've been, it's been, I think it's worse than last season. I know we went on a really bad run last season, but we were in League One last season against some really big, decent teams. This league is awful. Uh, and the fact that people keep saying you can't get rid of Johnny Jack, you can't keep changing managers. Uh, I think Sam Elliott wrote something on Facebook the other day saying we don't want to turn into Watford, but you also don't want to, you know what I mean? If you employ someone and they turn out to be rubbish, you end up getting rid of them because people's CVs look good. They talk a good game when they come in for an interview and then they go and do the job and you think, actually, they're not very good. They're not, you know what I mean? His interviews after games are horrendous. I just, I don't know how anyone, if anyone is listening and wants to back up Johnny Jackson, then come on. If anyone there is still thinking, yes, Johnny Jackson can do the job, please come on and give us the reasons why because there's four of us at the moment who think Johnny Jackson should go. Uh, I'll come to you, George. Jack, before you say anything, Jack, I'll come to George. Then I've got a question for you, Jack. George, go on, mate. Um, I just want to say regarding Jackson, right? No, any, anyone can have their opinion on injury listening and that. Yesterday, he played Alex Woodyard as an attacking midfielder. He played Alex... I just want, I just want to repeat that. He played Alex Woodyard as, a, as an advanced midfielder. Would, would he... Bless him. He tried to make runs in behind. Don't say bless him. The, 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 the centre-back the centre back could have started half an hour later and we still got the ball first. I mean, he then took Jack Curry off in the 70th minute to bring on Lee Brown, who just 
for some reason thinks he's a massive shit house and just like gets into a scrap for no reason. It's not even like a show of passion scrap. It was just the blokes on the floor and he tried to kick him. Like some of the subs that Jackson makes, you just think how clueless is like is he? Like there's a point where I can understand, you know, a manager trying to be different, but why? Like what what what, what how clueless are you just to to read the game as he does? I think he, he could have seen earlier in the game their number 11. I don't know if anyone remembers this. Odu, is that, I don't know if you watched, but Odu was picking up pockets of space everywhere. And we just let him do it. We just let them, we let their players pick up pockets of space just for the fun of it. It's just, he watches the game and he makes subs too late, in my opinion. And he doesn't react to what's going on. I think he reacts to what he thinks is happening, not what is actually going on on the pitch. No, I, I totally agree, George. With because if you look at Johnny Jackson, if you you're going to look at a manager and you're going to you're going to score him and you're going to evaluate his performance this season. His subs are, are ridiculously late sometimes. Some of the subs he makes, okay, we've had injury lists, but as you said, last uh, yesterday, uh, Walsall, even Barrow away, most of that eleven were his were first team players. Do you know what I mean? They've been in and around the squad. Even the bench, the Quain Bartleys, David Fishers, he was using them at the start of the season. And then he realised that actually, unfortunately, they're not good enough to be League Two footballers and has moved them on alone. But we had to recall them to get them back in the scheme. You've got Zach Robinson, who's doing really well up in Scotland, which just seems a mad decision that we let him go again when we didn't have any strikers in to replace him. Do you know what I mean? It just it, We had Josh Davison and Ali and that was it. And then if we had an injury, we were screwed, which has happened. The question I've got for Jack is Jack's a massive Woodyard fanboy. Uh, and I've always thought that he's possibly the worst captain we've ever had as a, a Wimbledon team. He, he is an awful captain on the pitch. I get, again, I didn't see yesterday. I did hear of things of, uh, I think it's uh, Mick Doyle's daughter wrote a report saying about when he walked off. Uh, and people said it's because he's literally on his last legs and that. What what is up with Woodyard at the moment? Because I again I don't rate him. People know that, but for me, what was up with yesterday, Jack? Um, well, <clears throat> personally, I I think he's been carrying a knock for a while, and I think he just hasn't got back to fitness. Um, I, I know obviously you don't rate him at all, and as a captain, I don't think anyone in this squad apart from Pierce, um, really has that true leadership quality. So. I agree in the sense of, as a captain, I wouldn't have him next season if he's still here, which I don't think he will be. Um, he's got a year contract, yeah. though, hasn't he, next year? Well, I, I think he'll get uh, well shipped off, I think. I, don't, I think there'll be a revamp in the summer from, well, just from what people are saying about what Craig Cope wants to do and everything like that. But, yeah, just yesterday he just seemed off it. And then, it's, I, I don't know if it was sarcastic clapping, when he came off to the fans, but to me that just seemed like a massive um, fu to Jackson. I think. I, th- I think. Yeah. I, d- I don't really know what's going on with Woody. Can I just say one more thing before I've got to go? Sorry. I think we've got to remember Woody. Woody under Robbo was a completely different player, in my opinion, to Woody being under Glynn and under um, JJ. I think Woody, to be fair to him, his job, he, what he's good at, is winning the ball back. If you play him in a position where his job is to win the ball back, he'll do all right. I think when the problem is play, people like Glynn and Jackson are trying to make him do things that he can't do, he can't spin a 30-yard pass. He can't do it. And I know people say he's professional football, he should be able to do it. He can't, right? We've signed him and he can't. So play him where he's meant to be, play him deep, play him to win the ball back and play five-yard passes. But the problem is we don't, we don't, he, he, we don't play him like that anymore. And then now you've got to a point where 
you're asking players to play out of position. It's like when early in the season we were trying to play Marsh further forward. Marsh is a, a number six. He meant to sit in front of the back four. So I think playing players out of position doesn't help as well. George, I think with the regards to, as you said, professional players, these players have limitations. That's why they're in League Two. If they, if they didn't, if he could hit a thirty-yard pass, then uh, Woodyard would be playing higher up the league. My problem with Woodyard is not just his way he plays the game, because I think that's not the, the worst part about him. It's his attitude on the pitch. You know what I mean? Coming off like he did yesterday, everyone said it was sarcastic the way he walked off and stuff. That's my problem with him. I don't, I don't see any from him his interview the other week where he was rallying the troops I knew he fell asleep during it can you imagine playing for the guy as well Sam what did you want to say mate evening everybody um, yeah just on the Woodyard thing actually I think it's first of all I think it's, it's we have to kind of solve this puzzle with him now for next season uh, for, for whatever way it is my opinion now I think he's, he's given us some service I think we need to try and find a way to move him on in the summer how by hook or by crook I think um Year left on your contract, to say he's one of our from from what I hear better paid players. Um, time to time to call it a day. Time to move on. Yesterday was just kind of symbolic of 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 his decline, I think, and I think it's quite sad actually because he's he was you know he's, he was. Um, I'm, I always said to you that we, we've had this debate that at the start of last season, the first two months last season, I always thought, do you know what? If we've got Woody in our team, we've got a chance to win any game, Sheffield Wednesday or. Clark size of the Cubs we were playing last year. If, now he's just he's, he's just just fallen off. Like his his standards of passing just dreadful now. Is 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 no the leadership quality is just not there. Um, yeah, and yesterday was just I, I just I was sitting watching when he when he got subbed. First of all, he was a bit taken aback. I think that he was his his number was called, and then what he did Lee was he 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 kind of stopped. He accepted he was coming off. Stopped. Looked round to kind of where you sit by the scoreboard up that way, up that way, I was just kind of like waiting for, waiting for his, his applause to come off. You know, the smattering of applause which usually <laughs> happens even when you're losing with us. You know, even you know most clubs you get you'll get howled off if you're a captain and they've done nothing. Yep, nothing all season and nothing during the game against the bottom of the league team. You get howled off. He wasn't quite content with the, the smattering of of applause. And he was—he seemed to be kind of looking around, waiting. Like, where is it? And it reminded me an awful lot of the Xhaka for Arsenal. I don't know if you watched any of the the recent the documentary on Amazon. Yeah. When he got he got did he get sent off or something? Got he, subbed. He got did subbed he, off. Subbed off, and he was and he was almost goading the fans. Mm. And that's almost. Oh, he didn't listen. Wasn't as 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 as, as ferocious as kind of Xhaka was. Xhaka was last year, whatever it was. But it was just the arrogance about the guy who's who's come from non-league football, grown up kind of playing at that level, Concord Rangers and Lincoln and what have you. To kind of like, well, where is where's your applause for your captain, guys? Where's your applause for your captain? And for me, that nailed it. Love yesterday, that nailed it. That nailed it for me. I think it's time the club moved on. I think it's time Alex moved on this summer. And I think we need to find a way this summer of settling his contract, not kind of like at any cost, but. You know, let's let's get a deal done if we can. Um, let's be, be proactive with it. And I think let, let's 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 have a clean slate. Let's move on. Let's move forward. And let's use that two, three grand a week, whatever it is, he's paid into someone that wants to play for AFC Wimbledon. No, I, I totally agree. And I think a lot of people say like 
Saturday might have been toxic if we've lost, but I think our mentality now is that the play, the fans just have had such a bad couple of years. They just don't care anymore. Literally, as I said, I didn't even look to watch the game. I haven't even looked at the stats. I know loads of people are not going, can't be bothered to go watch it because they know what to expect. As you said, I think it was just during the season, you said it's just so predictable. Wimbledon are so predictable the way they play. And yeah, it was just, again, I think people are just giving up. I think the problem the players might have soon is away games when people are going out on a, on a piss on, say, Harrogate and they've fed up with losing 2-0 to Harrogate away, that's when it could turn a little bit nasty, uh, which is not what we want. But some of the no. players need to hear that they're unfortunately Absolutely. not one. It's like, I, I thought it was very strange. I know people will say good that he weren't involved yesterday. Do you know what I mean? He should never wear the shirt again. I was one of them people. But I thought it was weird that Gunter wasn't involved again yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Considering he's back from Welsh, and, uh, Welsh duties. We've had a really bad injury list. We're playing, uh, I think people have said here, why is Pearson not starting? when he looks like he can do something when he comes on. I've got a couple of mates who really don't rate him, but I think he's quite good. I think he makes things happen. Uh, Samuel uh, Hurston has said, uh, we started playing Pierre up front when we were chasing the game, when you've got Quinn Bartley and people like that on the bench. If Pierre, is just, if Pierre is the question, what the hell, you know, what, 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 it goes back to a couple of years ago when we, when we started chucking Will up front. Do you remember the last, the last three or four minutes of the game? And it's... If Pierre's the answer, what the bloody hell's the question? Oh, definitely, definitely. I I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I just don't know where we're going. I just don't, don't, I don't know why, for example, you've got Ali. I know he took a knock on Tuesday and I know he gets to come off. I get that. If Ali is, if Ali is fit for 32 minutes as he was yesterday, he is fit to play the first 70 minutes of the game. Let's, Let's not muck around. Let's not muck around. That's, it's a dreadful managerial call. If he is fit to play 35 minutes of that second half, he is fit to start the game. No, I agree. I just think, as I said, if people, if there's someone out there who thinks that Johnny Jackson's doing a good job or you'll keep Johnny Jackson, then then get involved, press the speak button or send a comment and we'll listen to you. But I just can't, I don't know how he's still at the club at the moment. So, as I said, I think it was the other week when we had subs and he bought on 84th minute and then he bought 89th minute and we were chasing the game 1 0. Jack, I'll come to you in one sec. I just want to say something quickly. I put a comment out on our Twitter today regarding there's people going up and down the country. Uh, guy called John Mayhew, good friend of mine. He's been every game this year. I know that, uh, what's his name, Jonesy's been to every game. and I think he spent a fortune getting up to Barrow. Uh, we had the Nutty Swedons. I know, uh, what's his name's listening? I can't pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try. Uh, Henke, Henke's listening. He was over from Sweden with the boys yesterday. Do you know what I mean? Some people are spending absolute fortunes going up and down. I know people will say, well, it's your club, that's what you should do. But this is five years and now spending like, I looked at going Harrogate on uh, on Friday and it's going to cost £110 just to get the train there. Do you know what I mean? People are spending fortunes to go travel across the world to come and watch. People are also spending, people are also turning down work, Lee, on a Saturday, you're self-employed yourself. People are are turning down work, myself included, on a Saturday, to be there on Saturday and they're getting that. Yeah. That. And it ain't been just this year's thing. So, Jack, Jack, what did you want to say now? I'll go back to Charlie. Um, I think just your kind of comment about, Will, you don't know how Jackson's still here. I think the only reason why he's still here is because, um, from what few people understand, is obviously we want to get off the managerial merry-go-round of just sacking managers. Um, and I, personally, I, I think Craig Cope, who's obviously overseas the, the whole kind of managerial position 
um, which I'd still like to see an interview from him to explain what his master plan is, to be honest. Um, I think he's going to keep him and see how he does, give him the transfer window and see how he does. Uh, well, I don't know how long into next season, but I think he'll, he won't get sacked. Jack, I don't, there's no way. My, my issue with that, Jack, is that as it is at Wimbledon, is Craig Cope and Johnny Jackson are on the same level, where actually Craig Cope should be above Johnny Jackson. Which again, it blows my mind that they're not. It, you know, what I mean, it, it shouldn't be like that at all. But it is. Uh, Charlie, what did you want to say, mate? Yeah, I'm. I'm with Jack as well. Like, I want to see what Craig Cope wants to do. Like, it, it seems like we're getting no word from him. Like last few weeks, like we had Danny Maxin on here. I thought that was brilliant. But Craig Cope hasn't come out and said nothing really yet. And I don't really see us going in any direction other than down, sort of thing. I think we're a bit of a rotting club at the moment, to be honest. Like our our senior players, like Woodyard, the way he came off the pitch yesterday, as you said, Sam, he sort of stopped and waited for for us to clap him. Like we don't clap, we shouldn't be clapping a player who's not putting a hundred percent in every week. I mean, last season, even towards the end of the season, he didn't look like he wanted to be there. He doesn't look like he wants to play for us half the time. Some some points in the game, he strolls about. I used to be a massive Woodyard fan under Robbo. He was brilliant, but now I just don't get him. I'd much rather sell him and just embed bend him in the side. He just he looks like he doesn't care anymore. The problem you got, Charlie, is you said you'd like to sell him. I just don't know who's going to buy him. Do you know what I mean? There's got to be yeah. a way where we can just say, look, you, you, your contract's been ripped up, but you don't know how much he's on. As, as Sam said, I'm guessing he's the higher end of our wage budget. So he he, he ain't going to just want to rip up a contract to go somewhere else, is he? So the only good 100%. thing I can see for next season at the moment is that we've got a lot of players who are out of contract uh, and some of them are high earners. Marsh is apparently on quite a lot of money, about three and a half. I think he's one of the highest paid players at the club. That says uh, a lot about our club. Yeah, I know. Uh, you've got people like, uh, who else? I see the list the other day. There's Lee Brown on the list. I wouldn't give him a contract. I wouldn't be keeping Chislett either at the moment. I think we can do better than Chislett. Uh there was someone who is Lorraine Couchman. My reason for giving him longer is we had the heart ripped out of us in the January transfer window. I kind of get Lorraine's point here regarding this is that we we lost a Sal, we lost Towler, two of our best players at the time. If we had if we had not had a Sal at the start of the season or Towler, I think we'd be in a right big relegation uh, problems now. But we did have so we we were okay. Uh, and she's kind of right. And I also heard rumours, I don't know how true this is, I think Luke McKenzie has said they're not, but that Johnny Jackson was promised something in the January transfer window and then it got changed last minute with regards to money and stuff. Uh, and But the players that we brought in, are they Johnny Jackson's players in January or were they Craig Coates' players? Or did, who was the other guy we had? Johnson. Was Were they involved in it? Because if they were involved in it, then Jackson and Johnson... January is their that's their problem. That's what they've brought in. Sam, do you know any more about that? Uh, no, I mean when Craig Cope, I think, came in. Um, was it middle of January? Wasn't it? I think. Um, I think it was seven. Is the end of the end of time with Solly Hole. So I'd imagine he's had some input in it. Um, I think the sounds of it, they were kind of going alone as they should do. Managers and assistant managers have got their contacts. Um, I don't think we can lay blame on Craig Cope's door just yet I think um, for just one of the comments I just read that he's going to be chatting he's going to do an interview I think during the week with, with Chris so that'd be good that'd be interesting but I don't, I don't, don't think it's I don't, you know, I don't, I don't think we can, it's, I don't think the January transfer window has been an epic failure I think 
the fact that it's, it's, there's been some 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 good signings. Obviously, Ali, excellent credit where that's due. Some medi- very mediocre signings and some bad ones. And I think, by the way, players that's not been mentioned yet on this on this debrief is turning into an absolute terrible signing. Amani Little, my goodness, what has gone wrong there? Yeah, I, I was champion Amani Little a few weeks ago, saying we should sign him. Again, you're talking about playing players out of position. When he came to us, he was an attacking midfielder, scored goals, got assists. I know it was coming from South level, but then we play him as a defensive midfielder, which blows my mind when we've got Woodyard and Marsh. Do you know what I mean? And we should be playing him further up the field. I, I get it. I, the big thing for me is injuries are a big issue. But when you've got the team that we've got and some of the decisions are being made, it blows my mind regarding that. Stu Deacons has put, this is really cheering me up. I don't know what you want from us, Stu. The the fact that we've what just lost to the bottom team, we've won two games this year. If you look at the form table currently in the last seventeen games, we are sitting second bottom uh, with just three wins in seventeen games. So I, 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 I'm not sure I can cheer you up, mate, with regards to what happened and and, and how we're playing because it's awful. We can't come on here and look at any positives from yesterday. Walsall was brilliant. We said that. But we played against a really bad Walsall team. Everyone then had a massive hard-on that Wimbledon were back. Johnny Jackson was the man to, to take us forward. Four days later, is it four days? Yeah, four days later, we've we've lost to the bottom team. We were absolutely horrendous and got battered the other week. Uh, Jack, what did you want to say, mate? Um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, I think it's just in, in terms of, obviously, Craig Cope. I don't think he actually started until the end of the window. I don't think he had input in the January transfer window. Um, I might I might be wrong, but that's what I kind of gathered. But you, you've got to think, whoever whoever scouted and signed uh, Al-Hamadi, you've got to think hats off, because we've got him on a two-year deal, and well, he looks like he's going to be some player, which obviously goes with the strategy of sell on in the future for more money. It's it's just for me the whole. <clears throat> I, don't, I, I don't think you can keep blaming injuries. I think with with Towler, who was arguably the unit and rock at the back, th- that was a big loss. But you've got to think who who did we bring in? We we bought in Pierre, who has been out for ages, injured, and didn't even get in the Sutton team. Sutton didn't want him, um, but he seems to kind of be progressing into well semi capable centre back now. But it's, yeah, I, I just think the decisions of even sending players out on loan and then basically shitting the bed and being like, we haven't got anyone and then recalling them, it just doesn't, just looks very amateur to me. And sending Zach Robinson out on loan again, it's just a bit, we would have been nice if we could have kept him rather than having Jana up front. Yeah, but that says to me, the reason why we didn't keep uh, Robinson is there's an issue behind the scenes with Jackson Skiverton don't like him or he, he's wound him up somehow. They don't like the way he plays. His attitude might be wrong, which we don't know about. And, and you know what I mean? We have to then back the manager if a player's attitude is wrong. But yeah, we just see Robinson. I just see Robinson doing well at Dundee, thinking it's probably similar level, probably a little bit low our level and think, well, we could do with someone like that right now for us. But it's annoying. But the only po- the positives we have got, right, is that we've got a Craig Copin, head of football operations, We've got some players who are going to be out of contract in the summer who are earning big money. People like Pierce, Brown, uh, Gunter, people like that, Marsh, 
will be shown the door. Chislett might not stay, which some people will disagree with me here and say we should be keeping Chislett. I disagree. I, I think he just drifts out of games too much. He doesn't. He's a great free kick taker, but I don't think he's done much since scoring a couple of free kicks. I, I just think we should we could do better. Do you know what I mean? And, and we'll have a bit of money to spend. My problem would be I don't want it going to Johnny Jackson uh, going forward. And I'd like to see us now bring in a new manager. Now, people keep saying uh, Simon Bassey to me. As much as I love Simon Bassey, I can't see him coming in as a manager. We need an experienced manager, someone who's going to come in with a plan, with a way of playing, uh, and, 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 that's going to, and that's how we're going to move forward. It's a shame because... Robinson had that when he came in, uh, Mark Robinson, but unfortunately, just it wasn't good enough. Uh, Charlie, what did you want to say? Then I'll go to Kevin. Yeah, I agree with the Bassey thing. I'd I'd love Bassey so much. I'd love him to be involved in the club, but I just, as a manager, I don't think that would be a bolt. That would be a good move for us. I'd like. I think everyone's dream is the Cowley brothers, but with the way we're going, I don't think they'd even look at us for a job, to be honest. But with Robinson, I. I'd love to see him play, but if he does have an attitude problem, then, as you said, we got to back Jackson. But if if he was that much of a problem, I think Mark Bowen would have seen it because he seemed like he didn't take shit off any players last season. I mean, I, I quite liked Bowen. I would have liked to have him this season, but, I mean, I don't exactly blame him for leaving. But I just think there's a few players I'd like to see the back end of. Like, Brown, I just don't get him. He, As George said earlier, he tries to be a shithouse and... He's just not a very good player anymore. He's past it. Pierce, I like, but he's old. Um, Marsh, I just, I, I say it to my mates every week. He's just sideways and backwards. That's yeah. all. That's all he does. Um, Woodyard, I wouldn't care if he went. And Chisley, I'm a bit on the fence with. I think he's a good player, but as you said, he drifts in and out of games. And I think we need to start looking at if we want to do well. I think we should need needs to start looking at players who have experience but still quite young for League 2 level because I can't see us going up next season I could just see it being the exact same this season so if we brought in a manager who's got League 2 experience as well as some players of League 2 experience we could probably go for mid-table and the season after push for playoffs or automatics no, I agree. I agree. I think I agree with everything you said there. Like Pierce, I like Pierce, but the problem you got with someone that age now is that he misses a lot of games for injury. And it'd be good if he was a cheap player, uh, and you could keep him there and go right. Yeah, you'll bring him on. But he, I reckon he's on quite a decent wedge, and we could do with someone, but probably twenty four, twenty five. Same as Will Nightingale. Same as Paul Callumbay. Paul Callumbay was brilliant for us this season. Do you know what I mean? But unfortunately, he's injured, and he's injured again, and he gets injured quite a lot. Uh, it's like some of the youngsters. If the youngsters on the, the release list that I've seen, Elliot Bolton's and Fishers and people, if they were peanuts, then maybe keep them around because yeah, they, they'll they'll develop. But unfortunately, we need to start spending our money on players who are going to play first team football regularly. As I said, if if Elliot Bolton is not costing us fortunes, brilliant, keep him around, send him back on loan. But we need the people like Bendles and stuff like that to really grow now. Uh, what's his name? Morgan Williams is doing the same out in uh, at Eastbourne. Apparently, he's doing pretty well. We need these players now to pick up next year and go, right, I want to play for Wimbledon. I'm going to show what people I can do and, and then get rid of the dead wood that is still around the club, unfortunately. Kevin, what did you want to say? Yeah, evening, everyone. Um, I mean, I just wanted to say something about Robinson. Um he clearly didn't want to play, and he uh, and he said at the end of last season he didn't want to play for the club. That's why he wouldn't sign. Um, we signed him again. 
rather than lose him, I think, and try to think that we could stick him out on loan and get a fee for him, which is which is fair enough. Obviously, we called him at Christmas, but again, if someone don't want to be there, you know, we talk about, you know, Woody's sort of attitude and, and a couple of the others. Do you really want someone who really don't want to be there and is just going to cause trouble? I think it's, uh, I think it's, yeah, there's, there's no value to it. So, do you know what? Hopefully, he'll do well there. Maybe they'll want to buy him in the summer. Maybe we'll get a fee for him, or maybe somebody else will have a look at him. So, I just think if you don't want to be there, then let's let's not do it. The the midfield is baffling um, because Tuesday night actually he played exactly the same midfield. Woody didn't look half bad in that forward role. He was running around, he was hustling, he was doing what you'd expect him to do. Um, yesterday, same same midfield, and it looked absolutely shot. You know, my I, I, I'm amazed how little can be an attacking midfielder and scored goals that he has, and then he stuck as a holding midfielder. To me, he's he's got the midfield fucking back to front. So I'm just bemused by it all at the moment, to be honest. No, I kind of agree with Kev. Uh, I'm bemused that uh, Bendel's not getting more minutes as well, considering where we are in the league. We, we're not going down this year. Uh, we can't go up. So, blood some of these youngsters for next season. If, if Johnny Jackson wants to be here, which I get the feeling he don't really care anymore. I think he's just past caring as well. Uh, that he, if he, if he's going to be here, then stop putting these youngsters in. We know Marsh's contract's up at the end of the season. We know Marsh costs us quite a bit of money. Most of us, as I said, when Marsh first came in, I was raving about him. He hasn't done it. He, ha- he hasn't been that good for us. Bang Bender win. Do you know what I mean? Get a couple of the youngsters in the team. Look at uh, Isaac Ogundiri. He was gone uh, a couple of weeks ago. People were saying he's on loan at Dartford and stuff. I thought he's come back in and done pretty well at right back. Bill is another one who, who, who we love and taking Jack Curry off really confused me yesterday. Uh, but yeah, Jack, what did you want to say, mate? You had your hand up before I started waffling. Um, I, I don't think it was that Robinson. I don't, I don't think it's personally just his attitude. I think um, in the summer it was more the fact that his agent was kind of blowing smoke up his ass and saying you can get a better off from, from a better club. Um, and obviously that didn't materialise and I think that's why he just stalled the, stalled the contract signing. The same with Paul Wasu. You know, poor who just went on for like months and we didn't know whether we were going to sign him back or not. Uh, for me, I, I think that's the reason why... Um, I, I don't think he's a troublemaker. I don't I don't think it's his attitude. I just think Jackson's Giverton were not happy with kind of... If if you don't want to sign, then obviously you don't want to be here. We'll, we'll send you out on loan, you know, still develop him. And I think hopefully he comes back next season and plays for us. Yeah, no. No, that, that's that's fine. And I'm not saying the lad's a troublemaker or anything. And 99 times out of 100, it is the agent and it, who's winding the player up, telling him that, you know, what what had he done? He'd, he'd done nothing. He'd come on, he looked a bit lively for five minutes and run rounds. That don't make, make him a lead two striker, does it? So, yeah, he's probably the agent that's wound him up. But nonetheless, if the agent's winding him up, the, the, the you know, someone like that is not going to listen to the club. Is he? He's clearly going to listen to the agent because the agent's telling him you can get X, Y, Z. As it turns out, it didn't happen. And we've almost sort of given him a bit of a lifeline. But he clearly don't want to do it, does he? So, you know, we're we stuck with enough dead wood that don't want, look like it wants to play for the club. Do we need somebody else on top of that? That's my thoughts on no, that. I, see, I agree with Kev what you said there regarding his attitude. Apparently, it was his attitude that has let him down. That's the reason why we didn't want him about. We had strikers that were fit. Uh, my 
thing with him is he's he's not the brightest lad then if he wants to go to Dundee instead of being at Wimbledon but he's playing he's doing well and as you said he might go on to bigger and better things there might be a, a, a big Scottish club that looks at him or one down here Danny Aggie done it for us his, his agent calls issues uh, he, he's now ended up having a decent career at uh, around League 2, League 1 level. So it's not the worst for him. But yeah, I kind of see what you're saying. If his attitude's wrong, then yeah, we have to back the manager on that. And, and that, that was the decision made. It's a shame because we're looking at it and uh thing. So uh, go on, Charlie. Do you want to say something? Uh... Yeah. Um, well, one thing I'll do, I'm sadly going to Harrogate on Friday. I'm not looking forward to it one bit. Um, but nevertheless, I think with Robinson, if it is his attitude... I think it could be maybe he was told he wasn't going to be starting and he probably thought, and his agent probably thought, look, we can we can get you somewhere where you're going to start. But I I, I thought the back end of last season before he got injured, he was brilliant for us. I mean, against MK, he really fought hard. He scored, I think he scored against Charlton and equaliser. I thought, I thought he was brilliant for us last season. I would have loved to see him um, be, be even starting over Davison. I know we've got Ali now, but it would be nice to have someone other than Jana up front and I, I've, I've heard Jana played well against Walsall but he, I just don't see him as a as a footballer to be honest like, I just see him as someone who just is there and runs about he works hard but he has nothing he don't, he don't have a good first touch or nothing See, I, I like Jonah for what you just said. He works hard. He puts people under pressure. He opens up the game a little bit more. But he can't play up front on his own. He needs yeah, someone next 100%. to him. Do you know what I mean? So then he does all the donkey work, pretty much like Josh Davidson does for us. He does a lot of running. Do you know what I mean? Puts the defence under pressure. We need to have two up front. Do you know what I mean? But unfortunately, Ali has a knock. Was he fit enough to play yesterday? It looked like he wasn't. Uh, one of the things that gets me with Wimbledon, and, and when we when people were saying about sacking the manager, or we need a new manager. You can't you can't have this merry-go-round. You can't keep sacking managers. Uh, who who the big one for me is who's going to manage it? Who is out there? Who do you yeah. want? I, I don't agree with that. I think if the manager's doing a bad job, which if you look at the league table, we're 15th in the league table. We're absolutely dire in the form table. Many people are just sick of it now. We're like sick of it. Not just this season, not just Johnny Jackson's fault, but the year before that, the year before that. You know what I mean? Since Neil Ardley got us promoted, we've had dire seasons. Do you know what I mean? But Johnny Jackson's football is horrendous. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't like it the way he talks, the, the attitude of the man. And people keep saying, "Who is there?" There'll be there'll be managers. Sam, sorry, Charlie. Sam, you're one of these people that you agree with me that, don't you? When people say, "Who is out there?" Yeah, um, at the moment, because there's not. Unless you actually look into it, and actually do a bit of research and background, yeah, obviously the Cowley brothers jump out would be be wonderful, but it's a pipe dream. You know, it's a pipe dream to have managers of that caliber that are going to go from Portsmouth to Wimbledon within the space of four months it's it would be wonderful but again it's not it's not just the fact that we haven't got the 100 grand a year to pay these people that they probably want maybe Jackson's on whatever it is or we're not stretching to 100 grand to pay the cowlies it's the fact that they won't come without a budget they won't come without a, a, a promise of, of what three million a year to spend on the team or whatever and you know that that's always your issue with it but Going back, going back to the Robinson thing just quickly. I think that my my whole problem with the Robinson thing is just that, again, it's just we're there as fans. We're searching for the truth with this. We're still we don't know. We don't know. Have we done it as a strategic thing? Get him under contract and then bomb off and get get a hundred, two hundred grand in the summer. Is his that does his attitude stink? Does Jackson just not fancy him? And again, this is where Jackson lets himself down. He doesn't play the game like managers do. All you have to do is a subtle little word well spoken about 
him before he went. And then suddenly the fans know. The fans know he's got a bad attitude. But we don't know because he said nothing. He said nothing on it at all. He said nothing on it in January. He said nothing on it in, in, the, in the summer window. So we don't know. All we know is we've got our player, the only player we've not recalled from a loan spell, still up in Scotland, still playing well, still enjoying his football. And in and we're seeing Jana up front against if you know, what, what third game in a row. That's what, we're seeing. Yeah. that's what we're seeing. Um and again it's just it, that's a, that's where Jackson lets himself down. He doesn't he does, he's not, not very PR savvy, he's not very he, he can just put the little message out that look, it's just, just not happening. It's just not happening with him. He didn't want to play for Wimbledon and we gotta move on. We've got to have players that want to play for Wimbledon. That's all it would have taken. So that, that's another issue I have with Jackson is I don't know if it's on him, but it's like with the injuries. You know what I mean? We don't know if players are going to be playing on Saturday or not because we don't get told. Do you know what I mean? And it's kind of his attitude is like I don't know why. Or he he, he was leaking stuff to the like he did at Cholton to the local press. Do you know what I mean? Which is fine, but we're a fans club. Everything should be going through the fans club and yeah. going through the official channels. On and that, if, on the injury thing, someone someone said I don't know how truthful this is that in the match day program. We've gone from having... I, say, I buy the programme every week, actually. I'm not as downstairs, I'm not ready yet. I actually can't, can't bring myself to do it. Apparently, the, the medical notes, which are one of the selling points, actually, of the programme, because it's not available online. We don't really speak about it. But if you pick up a programme on a Saturday, before the game, you can just sit and read who's out for too long. I've, I've found out some this season, have a little scan of the programme before kickoff. A fair bit of injury information. Apparently, it's not been in the programme the last three games. So that's what I mean. What's that about? What's that about? Well, Gary Gary Jordan's listening. He might be able to send a comment. The reason why that's not being put in the program, he that is the program editor. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. As I said, we, we, we're not allowed certain information before games because it, it gives the the other team the uh, the step up. Apparently, that they might beat us because they'll know what that, format. Yeah. But I, I, that, I don't get that when we've we've only won three games in seventeen and I mean, we haven't to, we haven't told anyone about injuries. Do you know what I mean? So it's not helping the other teams, is it? Because we're absolutely right. shit most weeks. It don't matter if we got injuries or not. We're shit. So My point I don't on get that why we is, don't tell people. I think what I, I, I get, as I said, I, as I said, I think I said to you this before. I get. If you you're a manager and you want to give you want to everything when you come in and say you look you sit down with a club this happens before it happens at football clubs you're a manager you sit down you with your press people with your medical people say guys look I'm not interested in giving any teams a head start this season this is how we're going to operate we don't speak about team news we don't think about that we can give it little nuggets here and there but we don't we don't we don't do that now Jackson hasn't done that he one minute he's happy to speak and they will list players that are unavailable. Next minute, he's not, or he's not hot, or he's not asked. No, he's it, in yeah. out, in out. So inconsistent, so inconsistent. We've got clubs in our league. You get a player injured or coming back, and they'll write a whole story about it on their website. No, we, I, we I can't work you. out what we want to. He can't work out what he wants to do. Does he want to keep things in house and not give a team's upper hand? It's a sensible approach. I'll back that. If he did that from the word go, I'd back that and say, fine, fine, okay, that's what you want to do, Johnny. Don't particularly agree with the strike because I mean I think that most managers are happy to give a bit of team information. Happily, you know, I'll happily go along with it if you think it is the way to do it and that's the way. But but one minute he's, he's telling us six or seven players are back. Next minute he's giving us nothing. Well, Next minute we I don't know Zanev's not playing till kickoff. Before our massive injury crisis, he told us we had too many players to choose from, and then two weeks later we couldn't even. 
put a bench out. Uh, what I didn't like, as you said, make your mind up. He's leaking stuff to the local press, but not telling fans anything at all on the on the actual official sites. Do you know what I mean? And, and the local press then got the hunt with us because we raised it as a club issue. They thought we were having a go at them, which is nothing. We I love the South London press. I love the the work they do for us and everything like that. I'd rather it come from them. But make your mind up. Is it going to come from them? Is it going to come from the official sites? Kevin, what did you want to say? Because we lost you and then you're back now, mate. Yes, mate. I don't know what happened there. Um, I think it comes back to comms again, um, right the way through the club. You know, we've, we've already said, you know, Craig Cope's been with us two months, three months. Not a word from him. We had the thing with the, th- the physio that miraculously somebody asked Danny about it and then, well, hey, there's like something on the uh, on the website the next day. The comms are poor. You know, I, I don't get this. Um we're not going to tell teams what we've got. And I really can't think, you know, that Rochdale would have sat there and gone, okay, let's listen to the interview on Friday and then let's set up as we, uh, you know, as they're telling. It's absolute crap to me, yeah. Just be honest, just come out and tell people what's going on. You know, I don't think it's too much to ask, really. Danny Macklin's just replied saying, every club I've worked at or been close to do not promote their injuries ahead of a game. However, we will, where we can, give more updates. Uh, So, again, I think uh, Danny's spot on with most of the stuff. He's always trying to get information out. If you ask him a question, he'll answer it. So, yeah, that's a fair point. Uh, Grand Potter might be available. Well, Grand Potter is available. Chelsea have just sacked Grand Potter. Again, another club who have some balls, who have gone, right, that's it. We're, we're, it's not good enough at the moment. I think Leicester have done the same with Brendan Rodgers. So, there's two managers there we could be going after. My problem is, we talk about the January transfer window and the loan window. And, but when that was announced, when we signed these players on loan, most of us, I think most, most fans were buzzing about them. Pierre, I was quite happy about. I know Wickham, uh, mate, who said that he's solid. He'll run through brick walls. Do you know what I mean? We were quite excited by Little when he first started coming in. He's dropped his form. This can't just be the players, just all of them. You know, it- in all, fa- in all fairness, mate, on Tuesday, yeah, I left the ground and I ain't been Pierre's biggest fan, yeah. I actually left the ground and said to the boy, do you know what? He looks half decent, yeah. You know, do you know what? If if he could maybe play to the end of the season, we could probably sign him. And with him, Nightingale and Callumbay, you got to realise that one of them's going to break down at some point, mm. yeah. We'd have three semi-reasonable centre-backs there. Yesterday, he just goes back to Captain Clodopper again. It's, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, again, like, Sam, Sam's always saying we've got to blame the players. Do you know what I mean? Some of these players, we have to say, look, what is going on? You know what I mean? You're professional footballers. You earn a good living. You should be able to pass with your left foot. Do you know what I mean? It's mad. Charlie, what did you want to say, mate? Yeah, some some of our players just, <laughs> I'll be honest, yesterday, I'll, I'll go with one of my mates every weekend and we always leave like, Try to leave at full time, but yesterday and cruelly we left like 15 minutes early. But it's just because the performances aren't there, and it I think it reflects the players the way they perform reflects on the manager as well. It, like he's obviously not a motivator, and I don't see him going in the change room giving the players a bollocking. I just see him going, "Oh, well done, lads. Unlucky, like a Sunday league manager." And that's my issue with JJ. I want a manager that will give the players a bollocking at half time if we're one nil down, but. There's there's games where it just looks like we we're happy just to lose one nil. Like our players, half of them just don't care. And I'll be on. I think the only players that care are Ali. I'm not Pearson's biggest fan, but he always puts in some effort. 
and I don't really see who else. Will, I think, I mean, I'm a massive Nightingale. I love him. And he always puts 100% in. But there's points where I think about him, he looks like he doesn't care as much. Um, but I just think, I don't want to keep going about getting rid of JJ, but it's just, it, it's got to be done sooner rather than later. See, I think with Will, I think he does care. Everyone knows he's a woman and man. Do you know what I mean? He's been through it. I just think his body's not up to it to be playing that many games. And unfortunately, with the injuries that we've had, do you know what I mean? Gunter pissing off with Wow, still not yeah. back. No one knows where he was on Saturday. Is he back from international duty or coaching, putting cones out for Wow's? Or does he want to pay for the club to pay his wages? No one knows that at the moment. And I said, I don't want him to see him wear a women's shirt again. But it'd be nice to know where he is, do you know what I mean? Considering yeah. the money I put into the club pays for him. Uh, someone had a good point here. Thomas Johnson, I don't know if he's a relation, Kevin. But he said, on Jackson in or out, put it this way. Nobody is saying, fuck yes, to keeping JJ. In life, in general, if you're not saying yes to something or someone, then you might as well say no. Just keep, just saying keep, yeah, keep him. Let's not have a manager merry-go-round. It is no justification, which I have to agree. All I've seen is people saying we can't sack a manager because we keep sacking them. Well, you can if they're rubbish and if they don't do it. He's tactically uh, out of his depth. He, he's subs are mad. One of my mates, uh, he, he's a Rangers fan. He goes. Uh, He's been twice. I think he went to Walsall and he went yesterday and he said he could not believe uh, was uh, that he took off Casey McAteer because McAteer was one of our best players, young, trying his hardest, and, and he took him off, which blew my mind yesterday that we, we're taking off Curry and McAteer to replace him with Lee Brown and I can't remember who he came off. So. Hello, anyone else there? Yeah, oh, I'm here, mate. So yeah, McAteer. What was people's thoughts on McAteer coming off yesterday? I I, I personally think McAteer is being played in the wrong position. I don't see. I don't think he's a he, he's an out wide player. I think I see him more as a, a a number ten sort of player. But he was probably our best player yesterday. I agree with that. He just puts in a hundred percent every game, and I think he's a brilliant footballer. I'd love to see him next season play for us, but I think JJ's wasting him out on the wing. Like he he can't really get involved. I mean. When he come on and made his debut, playing through the middle, and he just changed the game for us. Um, I think with McAteer, he he when he's drifted out wide, I think he's so just isolated out there. Whereas when he's in the middle, he gets stuck in and just can. He, he's really good on the ball, but JJ taking him off. Yes, I can't remember who he brought on for, brought on for him, but it was stupid enough. One of JJ's sub that got mentioned well, earlier, Lee Brown coming on. Hmm. Um, that was fucking that. Um, that made me just want to go home instantly. Like I just thought, Jack, we're, we're chasing the game. Jack Curry can get forward and he can put a great ball in and he can even get in the end of something. Lee Brown just wants to fight everyone. The thing is, I got with Lee Brown is he knows what club we support, right? We support Wimbledon, so we've had some of the hardest men playing football: Vinnie Joneses, Mick Hartfords. Do you know what I mean? Even going through uh, non-league, we had some proper hard men play for us: Wade Falana. Do you know what I mean? Some like. We had some hard players. He's just comical hard man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He, I, I just think you're you're like that, the the uh, crew away was the one for me, and the, the other time when he got pushed over and got the man sent off. It's just it, I I like Harry Pell shit, Azari, because it wins the free kicks and penalties in the right area. His his is just laughable and it's comical value. Jack, what did you want to say, mate? Um, it's just kind of it's just kind of a bit off topic actually. But I saw in the comments about um Mick Buckley putting out a thing that. Craig Cope's going to get interviewed. For me, I, I don't think Mick Buckley gets enough kind of stick or I think he flies under the radar a lot. Like where last season where he was just instilled as like the head honcho um, 
just kind of just put there. Um, and I, I don't really understand how he can sit in his ivory tower thinking that kind of he's all safe from, well, not abuse, but criticism. Um, and yeah, I see him at games, but he just, and he chats to a few people, but why is he not kind of more out in the open explaining what the deal is? I, I just think he he doesn't get enough criticism that maybe gets put forward to other people. I, I, in, half, in I half agree with what you're saying there, Jack, regarding the uh, Mick Butley. Uh, the thing is, you, if he comes out and he backs uh, he backs Jackson and then we sack him, we have the same thing that happened last year when we had that stupid meeting with Robbo, Zav and Chris uh, saying that, look, we're backing him and then a week later we sacked him. Do you know what I mean? I can kind of understand why he's not come out and said, like, I'm backing my man kind of thing. But we have a PLC board. That, this is what we discussed last week. Uh, the Don's Trust board get loads of criticism, loads of stuff thrown at the Don's Trust board, where it's actually the PLC board that make the football decisions. And, and they decided, it was them that decided on Johnny Jackson as a manager. So whoever uh, decided that should should look into that and go, well, actually, that was wrong. We need to own up and say, yeah, we, we'll take take our criticism for that because we, we hired another manager who has no experience, again, looks tactically in, out of his depth. Do you know what I mean? And, and yeah, I think the PLC board need to be uh, taking account for that kind of stuff. Uh, Kevin, what did you want to say? Then we'll go to Terence. I was just going to say about Brown yesterday. It was almost comical. I mean, the, the lad absolutely done him with a couple of step overs um, and he just almost threw him to the floor and then dragged him up. I mean, you know, there, there's, there's a time and place for it, but he is so slow. You know, he comes on, you look at Curry when he gets the ball, he looks to push forward and get going. He, it, it, the ball comes to him, he takes about four touches, he looks up, he, he just adds nothing. But again, uh, and it's like he's got stock substitutions at 70 minutes, Curry has to come off because I don't know whether he thinks he can't do 90 minutes or something, and Brown comes on. But he actually adds fuck all to the team when he comes on, but it's like I've got to do that at some point. It's, it, it's a myth. Buckley as well, just quickly, I don't know how he's dodged any kind of criticism or anything because he sat there, done absolutely nothing. And you're right, it is the PLC board that should be doing something without a doubt. Yeah, no, I agree. I think I, think I mentioned it last week that Mick Butler is probably the, he's the, what's the, the chairman, do you know what I mean? He doesn't say anything. He hasn't put any money in. Do you know what I mean? He doesn't have to spend millions of pounds, but he makes all the football decisions. Uh, and it just seems ludicrous to me at the moment that, yeah, the PLC board, as I said, the Don Strass board get pelters most weeks, but the PLC board are the ones that make football decisions. Terence, what did you want to say, mate? Yeah, hi, evening. Um, I, I look for common denominators. And if you go back through our rise up from, from 2002, if you, you watch the experienced managers, our past three managers, uh, past two and this one included, have all the same. They're all new managers, but they've all had a fairly good uh, first half of the season and then fallen away in the second half. That, to me, is too much of a pattern. Is it maybe because they're not experienced enough to know what to do when it's not going the right way? I mean, yesterday, they were absolutely clueless. It wasn't just a question of not doing anything. They didn't know what they were doing, or it certainly looked that way, as opposed to Tuesday night when they did look a bit sharpish. They were onto the ball, 
Saturday and last Saturday, they were behind them. But all the time, the, the other team showed more determination. I read on Rochdale's uh, post, but they actually, because they had a new manager, they'd actually changed their style of football. Did Johnny Jackson set his team out for the old style Rochdale and then not know how to change it for what they changed to? Because they just didn't have any rhyme or reason. No, I agree, Terence, and I agree with a post I saw of yours uh, today regarding the budget. The budget talk is absolute nonsense because you don't pay for desire, you don't pay for people running through brick walls. Uh, and as I said before, we've got experienced players. You've got people like Woodyard, Marsh. Marsh is an experienced footballer at League Two. He just doesn't do enough for me to go, right, I'm going to go out there and win every tackle I can, put myself about. He just doesn't have it, unfortunately. And I think that's the problem that people are seeing is they're not seeing a Wimbledon side. You go through the youth levels, you see Wimbledon sides, you see Wimbledon players wanting to play for Wimbledon at youth level, even the women's team. You see people wanting to play for Wimbledon, want to win stuff. At men's football, I think they're just having a ride on us at the moment. They're happy to take the wages. They don't like the criticism. Right? And it's to do. It's many things to do with the club as well. There's a lot of people at the club who don't like to be criticised. You can't say a bad word about the club. Do you know what I mean? Unfortunately, it ain't all roses at the moment. We are one of the only people that will say it ain't rosy. We give the uh, fans a voice to say, the, you know what I mean? It, it isn't great at the moment, but we it needs to upturn and I don't know where that's going to come from. Where, where, when are we going to start winning games of football and enjoying our... Everyone said, let's go down to League Two and we'll start playing better. Unfortunately, we're in a worse state this season than we were in last season. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you've got to look at why we're there. And, yeah, the, the January transfer window was disruptive because one minute he had five players, next minute he had nothing. But, I mean, for instance, I watched that Matty Stevens come on uh, against Walsall and he was the boy that we were supposed to have missed out at the last minute well I'm glad he turned left up the motorway and not right because he, he looked a stone overweight and didn't do anything for them but that worries me that he was considered our top target so and it, it was a good as far as I'm concerned anyway it's a good job that he didn't come and we, I mean, we've got Almadi who, who's turning into a, a, a little pearl at the moment to be, to be so, fair Terence we were meant to get Ali and Stevens, and then we missed out on Stevens because he chose somewhere else. So we'd have, we have dodged a bullet there. Well, we have dodged a bullet with him. I, I'm a, a mate of mine's a big Warsaw fan, and he was, he was telling me before the game that they consider him Stevens to be one of their worst ever signings. <laughs> well, Warsaw, I, I, I speak to a lot of people doing this podcast, and I speak to a few of the podcast uh, Warsaw podcasts during the week, and I said, I can't believe you, like we're battering you. You ain't even laid a glove on us, and we're awful. And they they they're in the same. They're like uh, the thing is. It ain't just Wimbledon. This is a lot of clubs are in this state at the moment. As I said, I, I speak to mates of mine who are Chelsea, and you know what I mean, they're lucky they're tenth in the Premier League or whatever it is. But yeah, there's a lot of clubs. Doncaster fans are fuming. Do you know what I mean? We could be in a worse state of affairs, to be fair. But is, is that correct? We're fifteenth in League Two. We we don't win football games. It's not fun. The only p- reason people are going to Plough Lane now is because we do decent food and decent drink. That shouldn't be the reason why you go watch your football team. You go watch your football team because you've got a team on that pitch that are giving a hundred percent. You're going home, as we said before, Sam. You're going home happy. Do you know what I mean? You're going home to have a celebratory takeaway. But no, we're having to go there because it's like, oh great, I can get my my pie. Well, that ain't the reason why we go football. Do you know what I mean? I'm fat enough already without having just to eat food at Plough Lane. Uh, Talking of fat, can I drop in some bad news quickly? I've just Googled Lee Brown. 
contract. Um, apparently, we, he's um, under contract for next season, according to the BBC. Hopefully, that's all, Paul. Uh, someone, someone made a good point. Mental health football in Wales. We sometimes confuse criticism with accountability. It's accountability that we want. Who keeps making the poor decisions? People, PLC and Buckley are all accountable for the current situation, which I have to agree with. And I've said this many times. There's people within our club who are happy to... to be in the roles that they're in without actually doing the hard graft and, and, and actually ha- having accountability for the, the decisions being made. Again, this ain't just this season. Last season, the season before that, do you know what I mean? We need now to have accountability, fix what what is wrong so it doesn't happen again next season because I, for, I for one, I know a lot of people are not going to be happy with another relegation scrap next year. And we've got Wrexham coming up, possibly Notts County coming up. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it just, we can't do it again this year. And unfortunately at the moment, looking at the squad that we have, looking at the manager we currently have, I just can't see it. But, all right, guys, I'm going to have to wrap up uh, dead on time this time because uh, the missus is uh, cooking dinner and I can't wait too late. Uh, I just want to shout out uh, Joe Moja, the... Uh, the guy who does all our graphics. Thanks very much to him. He's uh, This will be available as a podcast now uh, called The Hard Work That He Puts In. Do appreciate it. So thanks to Joe. Uh, thanks to everyone who took part. Uh, Charlie for joining us for the first time uh, and all the normal regulars who come on. Uh, thanks to everyone who listens. Uh, I will try and make it cheerier for people next time. But unfortunately, if the club are not doing that, we will be the only ones who say it how it is. Do you know what I mean? The only ones who will have people on to voice their opinions uh, and we appreciate everyone who has come on today uh, and listened and taken part so thanks very much we are back on Thursday with a podcast we'll be back next week with the Sunday debrief have a good weekend uh, good weekend good week everybody <laughs>